Life Audio. The How to Study the Bible podcast is brought to you by BibleStudyTools.com and is part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit LifeAudio.com. Parables are designed for us to hear them and to receive them and allow them to do a work inside of us. And that means I can just be interested in saying, okay, what does it look like for me to receive the word fully today? And I want to believe it. I want to believe it for myself that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for me. Good morning, my friends, and welcome back to How to Study the Bible. I am so glad to be with you today. I want to apologize in advance because my voice is a little hoarse. I've been a little under the weather and, um, you know, that's... Part of this journey is recognizing our frailty, and um, I'm recording this on Good Friday. We will listen to it on Resurrection Monday, Um, but today is a day where we remember that our God took on human form and that Jesus fully embodied humanity and in his humanity was willing to go to the cross for us, to sacrifice for us, to feel pain and to suffer for us so that we might know love, so that we might be in communion with our Heavenly Father. And um, I'm looking forward to celebrating that resurrection, but I think it's important also on the day um, when we when we remember um, Jesus's death on the cross that we also experience that. So I come to you today in my frailty, um, but I also come to you today in joy because we are moving into a new series that I think is just a perfect way to move from Easter uh, back into sort of ordinary time. And this is a series we're going to do around Jesus's parables. So this is called Stories Jesus Told. And I'm really looking forward to it because parables have this way of getting into our hearts. Um, They're probably the easiest thing to remember in scripture, which is, of course, Jesus's approach was to tell stories. It says in scripture that when Jesus began to teach, he would talk almost exclusively in stories. And he gives us these stories and parables have a way of being open to those who are open to receive them. And that's actually where we're going to start today. We're going to mostly draw from the book of Luke. So if you're looking for a place to be in Bible study, I think reading through Luke and Acts right now is an incredible thing to do right after Easter. It's like, okay, let's remember everything that Jesus taught, everything that Jesus told us about the way we are to live, and then let's move right into, and what does it look like to be believers and to be believers together, which we find in the book of Acts. So I'm going to keep us in the book of Luke. That way, if you want to be in Luke for your regular Bible study, you can join us as we um, take some stopovers in different parables throughout Luke. So we're going to be in Luke chapter 8 today, and I'm going to start here, and it's going to start in verse 4. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town to town, he told them this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. I'm going to stop there because 
In many places in scripture, including many that we'll go to in this series, Jesus does not explain his parables. He does not go back and say, this is what this means. So let's start with a little bit of backstory, okay, as we get into this, because we just, we went through the, what does it say, right? And the cool thing about parables is it is worth taking a second look. We want to read it and read it again. We want to be able to retell the story. And as we do that, we're, we're able to capture some of the details that bring the fullness of the story to life. In this particular story, we know that there is a character, right? One of the things to look for is who are the characters in this story? What's the plot? What happens, right? And what's the setting? So we know that there's a character in the story who is the farmer, right? And we know the farmer is out sowing seed. Now, I am not a gardener by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know and I have seen a bag of grass seed before, and it is a lot of seeds. I mean, when you talk about throwing those seeds, it's like a lot of seeds. And of course, if you stand in a lawn, you know that if, if there's a seed for every single blade of grass, that is a lot of seeds. So I want you to imagine these seeds being scattered. This farmer is out there scattering these seeds. Just they are going everywhere, right? And then we hear this story about what happens based on where those seeds are and how how they land, right? And they land in some different conditions. And some of them land in a rocky place where birds just eat them up, right? Some of them land in a place where they are, um, they, it's a path and then a rocky place. The rocky place, of course, is where they do sprout up, but they can't get root, right? So they, they, they die quickly. They wither away. Some of them are, are in a place where there's thorns so they can grow up, but then it starts to get crowded, right? And they get crowded out. And then the final set of seeds, right? goes to uh, good soil, and there they flourish, and they're multiplied over and over again. And that's the story that we have, right? We want to make sure we know the story. That's an important part of a parable. Um, And then what we're going to do is we're going to ask the question, okay, what's the spiritual truth that is being laid down beside this ordinary story? Jesus used ordinary life. In fact, he was probably just walking along and pointing at a field. He used normal context for people. There's nothing special about the setting in which Jesus, what Jesus used, because Jesus just used any analogy that was around. Perhaps if we were in modern time, we would say, you know, something completely different that would kind of capture this same concept. A venture capitalist went out and made many investments. And the first investment, it just it didn't even begin to work. It just immediately was snatched away. The second investment. So you see what Jesus did is he used context that made sense to his listeners He used context that they would understand. So we have to make sure that we um, understand the context first before we apply the spiritual truth because we're not in that same audience. And one of the ways we know if we're able to kind of get to that spiritual truth is because we should be able to rewrite it in a modern telling. That That would be a way that we know, oh, yeah, I think we've captured like sort of the essence of this story. So the story goes on. And in this particular case, and this is why I chose this for our first one, in this particular case... Jesus does explain the parable. So let's go on. Verse uh, 9. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others I speak in parables, so that though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. 
The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. Hey guys, we're here because the Bible has changed so many lives. So just take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible or you weren't even allowed to have one. This is a reality that many around the world are facing, which is why I want to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. There's just one thing they're missing, a Bible in their own language, and that's where you come in. For only $24 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $24, Crew will also provide meals to 12 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of my new book, Not What I Signed Up For. Simply text STUDY to 71326 to help today. That's S-T-U-D-Y or visit give.crew.org slash study. Again, that's give.cru.org slash study. Message and data rates may apply and available to U.S. addresses only. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. Now, we could spend weeks talking just about this parable, but for our purposes today, we're just going to follow our live method and ask the question, okay, what does it say? And we see here that this is a pretty, um, in some ways, some clear some clear things are being said, right? What we know is that this is about the Word of God landing. This is about the way people hear the Word of God, right? Now, there may be some places in there where you, you hit some bumps where you think, oh my goodness, is this does this mean that the devil can make people not become believers? Does this mean that the, the enemy has power to take things away that someone wants? And what we need to do is, of course, what we do in our method is that we make sure that we interpret scripture with other scripture. So we know that there are places that are very, very clear where it says, if you confess with your sins, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you are saved. So there are other passages with which we will interpret this one. So this passage is not saying there's people who the enemy has power over and they can't become Christians because they're never going to hear the word of God in a way that lets them be open to it. But it does tell us, hey, there are ways that people hear the truth of God. There are different ways that people hear it. And the question really is, what kind of hearer are you? In what way do you receive God's word? When you open God's word, how do you receive it? Are you like the one who just, it's snatched away? You don't even remember it. You don't even know what happened. You don't you don't recall anything about it. Or are you like the one who, who receives it in the moment, thinks, oh yes, God loves me, God's with me. But then the next hour when something's difficult, it's as if God has forgotten you. Perhaps you're like the one who realizes, oh my goodness, and I love these three words that Jesus chooses. He says, the seed grows up, the person hears, but then life's worries, riches, and pleasures can choke out 
the word. You see, sometimes there are good things in life. There are comfortable things in life that can lull us into not really hearing the word of God anymore. And that's how Jesus says it exactly in this parable, right? And then that final group is the one who can hear and then the word flourishes. So we have this opportunity to take this simple story, which is actually quite complicated and quite nuanced because this is how Jesus does it. And the beginning question as we get into this parable, the very beginning question is, what kind of hearer are you? When you hear the word of God, and not just in your whole life, but maybe just in this season of life, when you hear the word of God, how is it landing for you? Where would you place yourself in this story? I know for me, when I ask the question, what does this mean for me? I know for me, I feel like I have been in that season where I'm, I'm maybe more like the hearer um, in the, the second group, the one that it springs up quickly and then it doesn't have enough root. Maybe perhaps the third one where it, it gets down into the root and it begins to grow, but it's choked out by life's worries. Um, I, I feel like perhaps I've been landing in that group for a season. And so what do we do when we recognize that? Well, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Parables are designed for us to hear them and to receive them and allow them to do a work inside of us. And that means I can just be interested in saying, okay, what does it look like for me to receive the word fully today? Whatever God has to say, how do I say, yes, God, I receive that with joy. Will you help that be deeply in my heart so that it can take sprout, it can take root and beautiful things can grow from it. And as we begin this series, that's really the question for all of us. What does it look like to really say, I want to be in God's word. I want to know God's word and I want to believe it. I want to believe it for myself that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for me. And that when I receive it, I'm going to receive it with joy because that's who God is, which means that there is, there's no obstacle that's keeping me from the Father's love, that my identity is absolutely secure in the Father. It means that I'm able to approach the throne of God with, with confidence because of Jesus Christ. It means I don't live like I'm living in the past. I don't continue to live in the condemnation of my past sin. I'm actually able to live in the freedom of grace and that I can respond to that grace as Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I command. So I'm interested in becoming more and more of a follower of Jesus. That's what it looks like to receive the word fully. And as we receive that word, what that does is it gives us eyes to think about every parable that's coming next. Oh, this is for me. Like, do I have eyes to see? Do I have ears to hear that that God's going to bring me a word that is absolutely relevant to my life. And I may not understand exactly why it's relevant the first time I read it, but will I be a hearer who allows the word of God to land on good soil? This truly is the invitation of this story and the invitation of this series. I'm so looking forward to our time that we'll be spending together. Until next week, talk to you then. Thanks for listening to How to Study the Bible with Nicole Eunice a production of LifeAudio.com and the Salem Web Network. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey, and edited by Stephen Sanders. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Nicole, you can check out her website at NicoleEunice.com. Her book on how to study the Bible is called Help, my Bible is alive. And you can find a link to that plus a link to Nicole's site in today's show notes.
A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.